Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Yeah! Kick it! My friend Anthony, who owns the garage, it was a great scene with me and Vic DiBetto and Willie DeMeo in episode 5, I think, of Graves and In the Garage. Great clothing store, legendary in Bentonhurst. He says, best interviewer, Howard who? You're the man. This is off of the Geraldo Rivera interview about 30 minutes ago. That was great. And our own Lisa Orban, who does sales here, epping awesome interview with Geraldo. Thank you for calling him out. Fantastic. They loved it. We're going to talk to Bo Deedle coming up again later on this hour. They have found, at least it looks like, the murderer from Gilgo Beach. Now we've got a name. Curtis Sliwa was the first to have this name. He had it 30 minutes ago. Curtis is unbelievable. He had this name 30 minutes ago. We did not give it to you until it was confirmed. But Curtis was right. Rex Uerman, Department of Building Consultant. Rex Uerman is the man in custody right now, who Suffolk County Police believe is responsible for anywhere between 10 and 18 murders. Gilgo Beach, Long Island. So we'll find out more. We effort to bring Ray Tierney on this morning, Suffolk County DA. He loves his show. He's a friend of mine, but he's not ready to talk yet. Of course, a lot of this stuff is still unsealed. But my next guest Certainly knows a lot about cases and trials and convicts and murder and all that stuff. Happens to be the most famous and best defense attorney in the country. In fact, right now he's representing President Donald Trump. And most importantly, a dear friend of mine, dating back to our polypep days together for 46 years, live from Washington, D.C., my, my dear friend Joseph Tacopina. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great. So we'll start right here. With this breakthrough, I don't know exactly what they found out the last couple of days, but hundreds of police cars swarmed this house in Massapequa Park. Now they've got Rex Uerman uh, in custody as uh, the suspect in all these murders. Any thoughts on this evolving and breaking case? Look, you know, I, I, I think what this says to any potential serial murders out there is, is it's really hard to be a good serial murder these days. With the DNA, with the cell phones, with the... Uh, you know, the cameras everywhere, you know, you, your, your telepasses, everything. There is really, um, it's a different world than the one, the days of, you know, go, go, go Jeffrey Dahmer, or go back and back and forth, Jack the Ripper, whatever. I mean, you have someone here now who is being linked to at least four. Now, don't forget, there were many more. There were 10. I think there were 10 deaths that they think are, are, are you know, connected to this individual. Um, but I think he's being held in suspicion of the four um, initial uh, bodies that they, they recovered. So right. the funny part about this is this is not, I think it's actually three happen. because they, they never really found Shannon Gilbert's body, but you know, someone between right. They didn't find her body, but they're, right. they're, they're tying, they're tying this, for whatever reason, they're tying these four 
murders to this individual. Yeah. Um, and there are more, and I think it's going to come down to, you know, how much this guy either talks or, or what they can tie together. But, you know, you only need one to, to loop him into the system. But the number climbed to about 10 um, by 2011. But that's the thing. This is not, you know, none of this happened last week or last month or last year. I mean, these are, these are cold cases that somehow they revived. And it'd be really interesting when the facts come out um, how they did this because it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the days of serial killers are, yeah. are I thought, were behind us, but I guess not. Oh, well, no, it is behind us. I mean, the guy hasn't killed anybody seemingly, seemingly for 13 years. So it's way behind us. And why you're right, and it's interesting, is what did they find out the last couple of days that took them 13 years? I mean, maybe the guy's dying and he decided, you know what? I'm going to go out in a hail of bullets, and I'm going to tell my neighbor I killed all these girls. I don't know. But what happened where they couldn't arrest anybody in 13 years, and all of a sudden they get this guy this morning in prior cases that have gone cold? I know DNA is usually the one that screws these people because it comes back to haunt them decades later. But if it's not DNA, I can't imagine what it is. You know, it could be, like you just said, it could be loose lips. It could be, uh, you know, a witness coming forward. Who knows? I mean, look, when I was a prosecutor, I was involved in, in – in homicides in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office, there was a cold case squad, literally, who did nothing but sit around all day. And I don't mean sit around in a derogatory sense, sit around all day and review cold case files, files that seem dormant, seem dead, seem impossible to revive. And they, these, these detectives and, you know, district attorneys were, were phenomenal in the sense that they would just be dogged. They would not give up because they understood they were behind, you know, the crime, there are victims and there are families and there are people who want and need closure. And, and that's what the cold case squad does. So I'd be really, first of all, I'm very impressed that after, a, a, you know, a decade plus, they're able to actually link someone to this. But yeah. it'd be really interesting. I, it's going to be said it's going to be a DNA thing. It's going to be uh, some sort of, you know, confession or, or, or some witness coming forward saying he right. said this to me. Right. You know, it's going to be that way. Right. One of those. Great job by Suffolk County. So, I saw this story in the Huffington Post not that long ago, and it reads, Hunter Biden's lawyer sends cease and desist letter to Trump legal team. And something tells me, Joseph Tacopina, that you're one of the folks on that, quote, Trump legal team that got a letter from Hunter Biden. Is my guess correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that letter <laughs> was subsequently published somewhere, shockingly, um, you know, leaked and then published, uh, you know, which is the, the, the purpose behind that letter, obviously, was to get attention. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, yes, I was I was sent a letter by, uh, by Hunter Biden and uh, asking, you know, President Trump to stop, stop saying bad things about him, stop saying that the cocaine at the White House was his. And, you know, it's a uh, I can translate it. It's a two-page letter. I can translate it in one sentence. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I mean, so, so I, I, you know, it's unbelievable. I mean, this, this, first of all, Elon Musk, pretty well-known dude. I think he's got 34 million followers on Instagram. He, you know, made the same comment. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, that Coke bottle that says share a Coke with Sid or share a Coke with Lou. Or <laughs> right. share, there's, there's one that says share a Coke with Hunter. Right. Elon Musk takes that, posts it, and says, I will not share a Coke with Hunter. He's had enough. Now, I'm sure Elon Musk did not get a season. <laughs> I'm sure not. You know? No, I'm but, sure not. But, 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 it's, but when you think about this, it's really, I mean, first of all, President Trump has the right to say whatever he wants. There is still a first time here. They think they want to sue. Please, please 
That would be one Ridiculous. of the great depositions of all time. Oh. We get to depose Hunter Biden. Oh, <laughs> I mean, but, you know, so wait, the White House, which is one of the most heavily secured and surveilled buildings on the planet Earth, can't figure out who more cocaine inside? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I think the whole thing is silly. I mean, I think it's equally as silly to pin it on Hunter. It's not like there's not other people. I, I, are... I agree. I mean, people in D.C. are such filthy degenerates. All these politicians, they drink, they do drugs, they bang everybody. They're in watering holes and bars till 3 o'clock in the morning. Some of the most respected people that you know are lowlifes. So to say this is Hunter's cocaine is so ridiculous. Come on. Of course, but, but, but I mean, look, you know, usual suspects. And, by the way, I think it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, right? I mean, Here's a guy who's had a history of problems. I mean, there's more pictures of him on the Internet with crack pipes and whatnot <laughs> yeah. than anyone else I know. Yeah, um, me too. Right? So, so you know, the president took a shot. I mean, yeah. but, but he's – President Trump is constantly under siege and under attack. I mean, I don't know. His father's Justice Department is trying to ruin his life. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so, I mean, really, that's worth a cease and desist letter? Come on. I think yeah, Hunter Biden yeah. has more people attacking him. Then, then uh, he needs to worry about. But to send a cease and desist letter, that's going to go nowhere. Um, you don't mute President Trump. You don't shut up President Trump. And seriously, what are they going to do? Are they going to sue and Hunter Biden will be a president? Of course not. He, no, he gets no. to depose Hunter Biden. He don't want that. Credibility and all those issues, please. He don't want that. Uh, you know who really loves Hunter Biden? Lawrence Taylor. Because uh, LT used to be the brunt of every cocaine joke, but not anymore. Uh, I saw <laughs> another very famous guy that he represented, uh, besides Donald Trump and tons of others, was the owner, former owner, I guess, of the Washington Redskins slash Washington Commanders. Maybe he still owns them, and that's Daniel Snyder. How John Gruden email leaks. John Gruden was fired by the Oakland Raiders a couple of years ago for uh, these emails where he was, I guess, homophobic and some other reason. I don't know. So Gruden emails leaks to Snyder's demise. How did the former Oakland Raider head coach uh, make, a, make a difference in the life of Washington owner Daniel Snyder? He didn't. Um, ben Snyder didn't leak those emails. He had, really, it was not his interest to leak any emails, and he could care less. I mean, the, the, the Raiders are not his problem. Uh, the commanders were his problem. Although, um, and, although, and, although, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. John Gruden's brother, his brother, Jay, sure, Jay. Jay Gruden, was the coach in Washington at the time that John got in trouble, or was my timeline off? No, 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 no. It was the, during the period those emails were sent, he was. Uh, he was the recipient of some of those emails. But, again, it still doesn't add up. I mean, look, the, the, the ESPN wrote a very lengthy, very sort of um, deep dive of an article. Uh, Don Van Natter, who's a terrific journalist, wrote this article. He used to write for the Times. He did a story on me years ago. I know him. Yeah, so Don's good. And he wrote this this article where, I mean, I don't agree with all the facts in that article, of course. But, but he wrote an article where he basically came up with all these scenarios of who the potential leakers were. Was it Snyder and his legal team because – uh, it, it, it sort of curried favor with Commissioner Goodell because Goodell, Goodell hated John Gruden because John Gruden had said derogatory things about him when he was a, uh, an announcer as opposed to a coach. Um, was it the commissioner himself because it served his purpose of getting Gruden out of the league and he got his vengeance? That's what right. most people think. If you read the ESPN right. article, that's where it comes down to. Was it D. Smith, uh, a friend of the client of mine also? Absolutely not. But was it D. Smith trying to, to you know, and in, in, in strengthen his position at the at the union. Um, so they, they came up with all these different scenarios. And the answer is they don't know who leaked these emails. 
Um, but the person who really was not motivated to leak them or had no real benefit of leaking them was, was Dan Snyder. Right. Um, and so, you know, they, they wrote this article with a lot of hypotheticals. Um, and that's it. And then they talked about this, this presentation that was made to the league where, you know, we, Snyder's legal team, pointed out some of the hypocrisy in, in, in you know, Snyder being the look, Dan Snyder's a, a, a pinata. He's an easy target, right? Easy target. Um, he's like, he's like, the, he's like the Donald Trump of the NFL, basically. Yeah, he's an easy target and easy to to gang up on, right? And and so so and, and at at bottom, Dan is a, a really a terrific guy. He's he's different, but he's a yeah. he's a good he's soul. A horrible, but, you know. He no. He's he's a, a, okay, but if you <laughs> want to base it on results, you can't argue. Say, I'm not listening. If yeah. you want to base it on results, you can't argue. Right, that, right. I know he spends um, a lot of money. He does try to win it. He was bringing in guys like Bruce yeah. Smith and Deion Sanders when they were ninety. So he does spend money. He tries to win, yeah. but the results are bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the results are bad. At the end of the day, when you're owner, owning a professional sports team, that's what you're judged on, period, end of story. Um, but, you know, then we, they claim that <laughs> we, we basically were pointing out the hypocrisy of the league officials, you know, sort of judging Snyder when there were, you know, texts and emails from top league officials, you know, pushing the same agendas yeah. and, and yeah. talking about the same things. And, yeah. and, and everyone knew about the, the Redskins problem. By the way, you think that problem of, like, Someone making a, a crude remark to a cheerleader in the organization was unique to the Washington oh, please. Of course not. the NFL. Of course not. Yeah. I remember when the so. Knicks used to bang the city dancers themselves, all the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in a different world now, brother. I know. I mean, listen, I know. You know, these cheerleaders pose for pictures. In some of the pictures, they had paint over their body instead of things, right? This was all up for a calendar or whatever. And, and, and you know, then they became suddenly – very offended by right, it. Right, of course. Very offended. Of course. And, and they wanted yeah. money. Yeah. And they wanted a suit. Oh, hey, listen, ladies, now's the time. Now's <laughs> yeah. the time. You want to yep. cash in, now is the time. Take it from Joe Tacopina. The there you go. That's the environment we live in. Yep. That's the environment we live in. Not a better one, I can tell you that. But uh, you're great. I enjoyed this conversation. It's funny, ironically, talking about the Redskins slash Commanders. You're in D.C. this morning for your own trial. So uh, good luck with that. No, 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 not my trial. I'm not on trial. <laughs> <laughs> not trial. Yeah. Just, let's clarify that. I am not on right. trial. I did make it sound I mean, like I know that. a lot of President Trump's lawyers wind up there, but I'm not there. So. <laughs> Let me clarify that. Right. You're some, one of your clients. <laughs> Right, it's quiet. And by the way, shout out on Gravesend, man. I just, I, I, I don't sleep sometimes. Thank God I'm on trial, so I can't let myself do it. But I, I binge that show, and that was, it's getting better and better. And you were terrific. My really? God, you do. You look like a scary mob. So, dude, seriously, if you want, I still know some of the Gambinos and whatnot. I can put you in touch with them because they would <laughs> love to have a guy like you show up at a meeting. You have that face. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I mean, you, you. Woof, you fit the part, man. It, wow. You seem great. Here. Thank you, man. You seem very natural, brother. But uh, I love the show. Tell him, Willie, he did a great job again. And uh, I can't wait to uh, win your acquittal in the uh, season Right, three. season three, you're going to represent me and Dice. Thank you for that, man. That means a lot to me. And I love you to pieces. And good luck in D.C. And we'll do it again next week. And I promise I'll reach out again to uh, Willie today. I love you, Joe Tacopino. Thank you. Love you too, brother. You're the best. Okay. How about that, Tacopino? He even said it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.